skip myself today. You got a fast song. I want to skip it anyway. Might as well skip. Might as well skip. Go on to skip. Might as well skip. Alright, welcome everybody to the Skippables Podcast. This is a show where we listen to the worst songs from the world's best bands. I'm your host, Joe Chimpatazzi, and I am back with my co-host, Josh Lopez. What's up, Josh? Ha ha he he ha ha ho to everyone out there. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. I fucked up the intro, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it. I'm rolling with it. Shit, uh, we're ad libbing. Yeah, I'm not a pro, but we have a pro with us to help us out, the professional Leon Cortez. What's up, Leon? Hello, hello, yo, hello, hello, I am the pro. <laughs> yo, delay, hee hoo. <laughs> hoo hoo. Yeah. You, di- you didn't say it, I'm ready to go. That's my favorite yeah. part. <laughs> and I'm ready to win. And I'm ready to win. Yeah. yeah I just waited. You guys just like, <laughs> give me some time, dude. I love it. Uh, yeah, dude, I- I'm ready to win too. I- I've been feeling in a winning mood. I've been feeling really, really pumped up these past couple of weeks. Are and you... I think it has to do with just like, the reinvigoration of music that I feel, I feel uh, like a, like I've just drinking from the goblet of of life, and I, I'm I'm awakened again. Music, you know, has flavor to it again, and and it, had, it took two white boys to do it, but I, I you know I think the skippables curse is finally over for me. Um, just a quick side note to anybody that wants to binge like we're we've been binging, it's gonna break your brain. Like it, it doesn't feel good after you've binge something for so long and then it's like okay what's next oh another band and like if all the bands that you listen to kind of (laughs) suck it really starts to like take a mental toll if it fucks up our algorithms too with like music listening like apps Mm. so my youtube spotify everything's all like a shitload of gorillas a shitload (laughs) of fucking yeah everything i I can't even do my suggested listens anymore because it's just a mixture of from everything we listen to from like ramstein to gorillas yeah yeah and britney yeah, spears uh-huh. i guess some britney spears every once in a while just thrown in there i'm just like yeah i i, I did that for work <laughs> yeah <laughs> we are professionals i well, think i need you... a i need an expense uh, a work account you know yeah we we could pull that in once once we get the patreon money flowing um you guys will be be paying for our our subscriptions but uh for now <laughs> just know that like we're suffering for you um, yeah, we, we do the rough. listening so you don't have to. Um, but this week we got a nice little break, a nice little respite. And I want to thank the guest, uh, Mark, Mark Leffler, the uh, band member of Wicked Uncle, the front man. He's also a band member of Ceramic Holiday, ex-band member. R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. We, we, we broke up in a very E-harmonies. ugly fashion. Are we still together, E-Harmonies? E-Harmonies, we're still together. Still together. That's uh, great. <laughs> yeah, welcome, Mark. What's up, Mark? Thanks. I mean, it's great just to be back, Jack. Let's do it again. Wheel turns <laughs> around, my friend. Fuck. That's right. Yeah, we're doing, we're doing Steely Dan, and you brought it to the table. Uh, dude, what a, what a fucking band. Who knew? Hold, mean, on, hold on, hold on, dude, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're speaking for us all here. <laughs> and I want to make it known to the public that I absolutely hated this from, from Jump, from Jump. So... What Tito speaks in the in the plural three here? It's the plural two from all I know because I'm on I'm on my own here. So get the continue. royal we out of here. 
continue mark thank you oh i was gonna just try and fit in more lyrics as i could yeah i kind of you put the kibosh on it but happy okay be here happy to like fight for steely dan's honor um so i'm you know if it comes to fisticuffs between me and leon i get leon's more of a kind of like casualties kind of crust punk guy <laughs> those would be like an unskippable band for him but something a little more sophisticated it's just it's a little too much for him and that's okay we all like different things yeah, this is the cabernet and leon's used to the cores you know what i'm saying <laughs> dude, uh, damn dude claws out huh <laughs> yeah damn <laughs> i mean i'm i'm just like I don't know. This is the first time in a while where I've been excited to talk about the music that we're like bringing up in this in this podcast. Like, not to say that like I haven't found good songs, but like just to, like I was just like stoked listening to this band these past like three weeks. It's I been think really fun. You know, um, I wanted to bring this up because I feel like Steely Dan, especially coming right off of Gorillas which is such a weird, crazy, you know, inconsistent discography. I feel like Steely Dan is a good example of what a band is because there's not much growth throughout all of the albums. Whereas Gorillaz to me is more of just a musical project and it's just one guy kind of exploring different things. But I feel like bands being contained to one specific sound is I don't know. I, I think that's cool. So Steely Dan is a good band. I'm sure both members have gone on to do a bunch of other different, maybe not, maybe just jazz. Yeah. They just, they just play at the cafe. But um, yeah. That's a good point. And like, this is the answer to like my prayers when, when it came to a lot of my like anger with the gorillas. Like, I just wanted consistency. I just wanted like a tone that was like, solid throughout the entire discography and like that's not what i was getting and i got that with steely dan like and so okay mark how did you find steely dan what's your what's your start with steely dan so and that's why i wanted to bring it to the table i understand why someone wouldn't like steely dan um so i was in jazz band in high school and like I was really like only listening to punk and just hated anything like that. And we played Deacon blues as a chart and it was really, it was a really hard drum part. I I couldn't do it, but they had the lyrics on it and I was looking at the lyrics and I'm like, this is so stupid. Like these lyrics are really, really dumb. Like drink scotch whiskey all night long and die behind the wheel. And Basically, what kind of happened is in like high school, eventually I got tired of just listening to punk and I kind of branched out and it was those golden days of just torrenting everything and I would burn. Did you guys ever burn the data discs where it would just be like an MP3 only CD with like 500 songs? Yeah. So like me and and my bros would just exchange data discs of the shit we torrented and it was just like, (laughs) oh, I'll take Steely Dan. And it kind of (laughs) just that there for a bit but then just taking like um when i was in college and i was taking some audio classes like they just wouldn't stop like kind of really just um kissing asia's ass like oh it's the perfect recording album and like 
at that time I was like, oh, I'm going to be a big engineer. So I kind of started listening to it more and I was like, oh, there's some catchy songs on this. And then, um, yeah, it was just interesting, like living because um, spoiler for the audiences, me, Leon and Gio used to live together. Um, a little and, nepotism here in the yeah, podcast, yeah. everybody. <laughs> and I'd listen to like a lot of music with you guys. And then my good friend Brandon had more of a kind of classic rock background. So I'd listen to some of his stuff and he got me really into like the first Steely Dan album and just like kind of just went from like Asia and that one and just got more into it as I went. And just um, when I was like commuting to the city, then he gave me like Rural Scam and Countdown to Ecstasy. And I was just like listening to those, basically just listening to Steely Dan to try and be like a engineer, like 70s guy, because I thought like it'd be... <laughs> But that didn't really work out. But um, yeah, just always appreciated it. Like I don't always listen to Steely Dan, but I always enjoy it when I do. It's really good for driving. You feel really super fly. Um, <laughs> and the lyrics, they're just like, I didn't realize like how witty and like cool the lyrics are. Like, I think the lyrics are almost on par with like Bob Dylan. Like there's some really like dark shit going on there that you wouldn't realize and agreed yeah yeah there's there's a lot of cd underbelly type of lyrics going on like mixed with the like best arrangements like possible like it's so like as a engineer like not that i am one but like i i can imagine like this is the gold standard for like just the way that they're able to record in that 70s era way where like everything's like the best type of instrument, the best, like, let's say like four different microphones to like one amplifier. Like, it's just like, everything was so meticulously done in that time that like, it's just not ever going to happen again. Like, we're just never going to have another sound like that just because like, no one's going to really like do that because it's easier to do it with modern equipment, you know? Yeah. And it just like, doesn't like, I think, and that was my hard time like i when i brought this to you i was like oh let's just do the 70s to the 80s you know and not listen to the two reunion <laughs> albums and like those are just like it's got that sterile like 2000 sound and it just like it doesn't sound as cool as like you know yeah that... i don't know, uh, disagree i like the two uh albums i, I thought they, yeah, were they weren't cool. bad i thought they're pretty cool but i mean i i get the fact that like Maybe they were using modern equipment and it cheesed it a little bit, but like I don't think by much. I can't say that I, I saw like a big difference, um, mm. just because the musicianship is still there. Like they, yeah. they're still playing really good songs, or at mm. least like musically. I know Leon has a lot to disagree with there. I mean, but, they're uh, good musicians. That's just not my thing. Right. So, so what about you, Leon? Where, where'd you get started with Steely Dan? I mean. Uh... Just stuff you hear on the radio, like classic rock stuff that I never really knew was them. And that's it. Really, forever. Never really listened to them. And you just always hear people who are really... It's like Grateful Dead, in my opinion. Like, you're really into it, or you're really not into it. Right. And, you, and you're a big classic rocker in general. Well, yeah. You I never mean, touched it at all? I never really did, other than like whatever I heard. And then like being Mark's roommate, kind of slowly seeing him fade seeing, to the dark side <laughs> seeing what it did to him. Yeah. Yeah, what it just did reeling to him. in the years yeah. Yeah. it was a dark road yeah I've, like I, I i heard the song reeling in the years like then i never knew it was steely dan i always thought it was just like a seems like some english 
it's like really thin Lizzie-ish songs that I was like, oh, it's one of those English bands, something else, you know? I thought they were English too before before mm-hmm. all this. I like grew up like my dad. Um Listen to just kind of scattered songs that I, again, didn't know were Steely Dan, but he's got that voice that's pretty unique. So as soon as we started listening and I, as soon as I saw that it was um, the band of uh, Reeling in the Years, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, but I, I never, I never really listened to them at all. And it's such a like dorky name. I'm sure we all know the origins of the name. Um, I I looked it up. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to, um, I was going to include that in the quiz, but it's uh, from Naked Lunch that uh, William S. Burroughs powered dildo. Yeah, uh huh. It's a steam powered strap on dildo. That's badass, dude. They're such. They're also like big (laughs) dorks. I know they're like they had trouble, you know, addiction and. The whole heroin like thing with um who was it Baker? Uh yeah. Becker. Becker, there we go. <laughs> Becker, yeah, we were not Becker. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, they're also huge dorks. The entire time I was listening to this discography, I was like, Yeah, these guys sound like dorks. Yeah. And like um I don't know, they just seem like they were ripping off a lot of maybe not just ripping off, but like they're probably seeing really great bands from the seventies and around that time and like funk coming out because they're also not really big rock guys. I learned. So like, I don't know. It just feels, I can get what you're saying, Leon. It's like not original. Like these songs, these styles of songs are, have already been written by the time Sealy Dan is putting out albums. Agreed. I feel like they put enough of a thing on it that it is kind of their own thing. Like there's other bands who try to be like Steely Dan, but they don't have the skills Ooh. to do it. Ooh. Like other yacht rock stuff, like Christopher Cross or like some of that, it just doesn't work oh. as well. Or like you go to any like beer garden with like some dad jazzy band. And what I'm like, saying, dude. Yeah. This- band sounds like walking through a farmer's market and that dad band is playing in the corner yeah like this is what this band is this is going to that coffee shop and then like listen but that's what i'm like and that was kind of my whole point like with deacon blues i'm like this is dorky as fuck and then i looked at it now as an adult i'm like this is all intentional like they're trying to have this like kind of cheesy veneer and then you dig into it and you're like holy shit and like same with the melodies like if you really like focus on some of that stuff it's like whoa that's a really good hook or like that is a crazy like part so i don't know yeah. like, i feel like a lot of the yacht rock stuff like trying to think of other examples like Dave christopher cross and like you know all that like really smooth 70s stuff like didn't have the chops to back it up as much <clears throat> keep yacht rock smooth dude just leave it simple <laughs> why not like put a cool like get a good drummer on it or i don't know have a cool sax solo yeah i mean i i think well like yeah i guess the sound is like the best part about it like i maybe the lyrics for for you mark are like what what saves it but i think for me it's just the music it's just yeah the the music is really awesome the music is like i'm saying the musicianship is good it really kills it for me it's like already starting music i'm not gonna listen to normally but really kills it for me is the guy like the singer i don't know who he is but like (laughs) Whatever his name is, but it's just like it's sar- it just feels really sarcastic the whole time. His, his delivery is just really like sarc- I don't know. It just it has is. yeah, it is for it's sure. It's not is. it's not enjoyable for me. That's fair. 
Yeah. Um, and I agree with you. The music's the high point. I think this taking this time to marathon it, I like spent the time like really like looking at the lyrics. Do you guys ever use uh, Lyric Genius, that website where people like annotate it? Oh no! Time with that, it's pretty cool. Whoa, whoa, bro! We don't, we don't get sponsored by them. We don't name anything unless yeah. we get paid. Okay, <laughs> bleep that out. If you <laughs> out. Oh, Dang it! Who are some of your sponsors? I can shout. We're them. not getting, <laughs> we're not getting paid. We don't talk about it. Okay, that's right. <laughs> but um, yeah. Shout I out know. Facebook. You know, <laughs> they're not Facebook. E- anymore. Elon. Um. No. Uh. Yeah. I, I think the thing about Steely Dan is like we all have the intro like popular songs but like they do have a stigma of like being like a dad band and like you know there is a large faction of like indie people that like shit on steely dan solely for the fact that like they're a 70s like cishet white guy band you know like they're not popular looking they're not handsome they're not like they have nothing really going for them they're just like jazz nerds but like the one thing they do have is like they can really write and like you know make songs that are complex but poppy and catchy and like that's one thing that no beer garden band can do like they can't write a song like they can write it you know like they can play it and like they can cover it but no one's writing songs like steely dan like you have to be a fucking nerd to write a song like steely dan and like there's not people like those people around definitely well, you saying that it's a dad band, my dad loves this band, and I love my dad. <laughs> I love my dad. And it, my yeah. dad's not as big of a Steely Dan fan. He what? has Asia, but he's, he's got taste. He's got taste. <laughs> Danzig I mean, tattoo on his back. Yeah, that's like an audiophile. Like he's like really into sound. So he, like he does he have Asia for the audio aspect? Yes, I don't know. I think in the 70s they're just handing out copies of Asia. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Asia. <laughs> like it's not hard to find Asia in the used bins. It's pretty well available. Um, I don't know. My dad's more into like the stereos. Like he would build amplifiers and stuff. Like he doesn't play any instruments and like know as much about the production but he'll like get really into like the electronics bit of it that's cool and especially cool. back then they're probably getting like equally good like speakers as the recording studio stuff was oh dang. yeah true yeah i mean we've been to his house he has like amazing like speakers and like a whole sound system like it's really cool he just had Asia on the turntable. He's like, "What's up, guys?" No, like, what, what, what does he play? What's what's the song that he like balances all his speakers to? He's Mark. got like, there's a few. He's got a um, half master of Boston that he likes to do a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes he does classical. He really likes the Gone with the Wind. Like he's got that on. <laughs> I don't know. Nice, all dude. Okay, classic. Yeah. So uh, if you were to do like a sound balance, what Steely's dance song would you pick? Like what's the most like engineering type of song? I would do like definitely something on Asia. I feel like when I worked on Warp Tour, because each like, you know, there's multiple stages there. One of the engineers played, I think, either like Black Cow or uh, Pig or something. At Warp Tour? Yeah, like, well, just to test the speakers out because people like and that's what's like Asia is known for is people like test their systems out, like balance them out like, oh, play some that, Avril that's, Levine. That's what the joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> balancing it out. 
Yeah, no, there was one guy who did that, and another guy would do um, Rosanna by Toto. Oh, my God. Just, like, those big, like, 70s, just, like, because you can tell, like, oh, there's something wrong there. (laughs) (laughs) I can't hear Michael McDonald in the background. Dude, okay, yeah, so are you guys ready to get into the quiz? Because I, I want to start talking about this music, dude. Right. Let's do it. Let's All do right, it. Uh, for anyone who hasn't pieced it together, um, Steely Dan is an American rock band formed in 1971, and for the episode, we listened to the entire studio album discography. Uh, nine albums, Can't Buy a Thrill, Countdown to Ecstasy, Pretzel Logic, Katie Lied, The Royal Scam, Asia, Gaucho, Two Against Nature, and Everything Must Go. So from 72 to 2003, but they, when did they disband 81 or something like that? Yeah. They stopped after Gaucho, like Gaucho destroyed them. And then they got back in the nineties and then re-recorded in like the two thousands. Yeah. All righty. So let's do this quiz. Number one, uh, Steely Dan founding members, Walter Becker and Donald Fagan were once in a band called the leather canary alongside which 70s comedy icon a chevy chase b john belushi c garrett isaac morris whoever said they know it has to go last okay um i guess chase yeah chase seems more like a jazz guy yes guys it is chevy chase yep the leather canaries sounds like a like season one snl sketch yeah that the he would pitch. Canaries. They're from yeah. Chicago, right? Seems like he would be the third member of Steely Dan, too. He's just such a <laughs> he's got that asshole vibe. Are they from uh, Chicago, right? New York. York. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So everybody got that one. Uh number two. How many studio musicians were contracted to record with Steely Dan for the Gaucho album? A27, B42, or C54? I'm B42. 54. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. B42. Guys, it was 42. Oh, me and Leo. Yeah, nice 42 nice fucking sport. musicians. I mean, I guess like another thing too is that this is like a two person band, yeah. which is really crazy. So, like, that sounds really expensive. You couldn't play violin on some of those fucking songs. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, uh, they had a band until Katie lied. Like there was a band that had there was like four continuous members, um, and then they were just like, "No, we're done touring. It's just going to be the two of us and whoever comes in." Oof, that's really like, up. <laughs> that's all we're gonna do. They just quit on them. Like, Fuck that. Yeah. I'm not reading Naked Lunch again. Yeah. <laughs> all right, number three. Uh, after Steely Dan broke up in 1981, founding member Walter Becker moved to Hawaii and became a farmer of which crop? A pineapples. B mangoes. Or C avocados. C avocados. Everybody said avocados. Yeah. yeah. Everyone is right. It was avocados. Yeah. Woo. Uh, number four. Uh, Steely Dan recorded original music for which '70s Richard Pryor film? A. Which way is up? B. You've got to walk it like you talk it, or you'll lose that beat. Or C. The bingo long. Those are all movies. Yep. I think A. Could be wrong. I want. I want that. You got to walk it like you talk it to the beat. I think that's. <laughs> I'm gonna go with C. Guys, it was. You got to walk it like you talk it, or you'll lose that beat. <laughs> <laughs> and as what far as hell? I could find, it was just like music, like 
for the for the movie i i haven't seen it but um like the clips and stuff that i pulled up are just like the ambient stuff when they were like driving so yeah it's just like smooth jazz kind of stuff Mm -hmm. i just i saw one video on youtube so all right uh number five aside from aside from music what is donald fagan's other self-proclaimed lifelong passion a cooking b ping pong or c painting uh, ping pong gotta be that uh that uh, sounds weird as fuck but that sounds like it would be ping right pong, yeah i'd say c i don't know see <laughs> we'll go with cooking cooking okay guys yeah. call forrest gump yeah because it's ping pong ah, <laughs> i should have went with my gut on that one, there's some there's some good pictures i found of him just like arms crossed like on a ping pong table <laughs> with the glasses too <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is so good is he uh, good i'm sure he's really good too he'd smoke me at ping yeah. pong <laughs> table tennis probably calls it he called it his lifelong passion or another lifelong passion <laughs> what a life dude imagine being like a recording artist like this and then also just like super into ping pong ping yeah. pong his writer is like bring i need a ping pong table before i go like in the green room like <laughs> i need to play yeah, yeah in, in the contracts yeah yeah um number six what track did donald fagan and walter becker record for barbara streisand in 1971 a since i fell for you b i mean to shine or c where you lead where you lead i don't even know these tracks so i'm gonna go where I'll, you lead i'll do the first one guys it was i mean to shine they actually like signed over the royalties to their old manager for that just to get out of the contract oh damn yeah yeah to escape his clutches let's hear a little bit of it real quick i want i'm kind of curious Wow. That, yeah, yeah like get me off this fucking contract. Yeah. Here's your goddamn ballad. <laughs> all right, okay. that was all right. Yeah, Barbara's so uh, just okay. Last question. We'll decide if we have to skip her or not. I'm pretty down to do an episode. That sounds punishing. Yeah, we need to do someone really good afterwards. Like we need to line it up. <laughs> all right. Uh, last question. Uh, which Steely Dan album performed the worst on the Billboard charts? A. Pretzel Logic. B countdown to ecstasy or C the royal scam. B mm. royal scam. Royal scam. Guys, it was countdown to ecstasy. B Pretzel oh. Logic uh, came in eighth. Uh, countdown to ecstasy was thirty fifth in the charts, and uh, royal scam was fifteen. Okay. So that leaves us Mark and Geo. You guys are tied, and I don't have a tiebreaker. I'm, I'm going to give it to Mark on this one. You got to, yeah. yeah. I was I was just guessing, like a wild man. Mark, you, you knew it in your heart. I knew the avocados. I knew trivia. Whoa. <laughs> I also like to look at Wikipedia sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is, yeah. this is like two pages of, of Wikipedia. <laughs> And I was re- I was looking for the name of the avocado. Like I was really hoping it was like his face on like avocado stickers or something, but I couldn't find it anywhere. But 
Wow, yeah. great quiz. Um, reigning champion Mark Mark Leffler for the Steely Dan fan Steely Dan Stan Club. Yep. Stan fan club. Yeah, I'm a champion in your eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, we literally worship you now. <laughs> well, all right, so uh, let's take a quick break and we'll come back with the awards. All right, we're back from the break. Ooh, that was a good one. That's time, deep. yeah, I'm sleepy. It's time. It's finally time. We get to talk about Steely Dan and their music, their songs. It's the Skippy Awards. Uh, this is awards we give out to a number of notable songs, not all bad, not all good. But uh, we're going to kick it off with uh, a pretty fun one. This is the Elizabeth Fraser Award, a.k.a. the most unintelligible vocal line. And this is how you hear them say it. So um, who wants to go first to show Mark how to do it? Why don't you start it off, GM? Nice. Yes, I'm going to start it off. I'm doing gaucho. Um, gaucho, <laughs> I mean, they speak Spanish. I, I was, I was going to make a joke earlier that it, you know, you said they destroyed themselves after recording this album. I was like, probably because they had to learn Spanish to, to, to write gaucho because they, they use a lot of really, really uh, clever Spanish words. Amigo, gaucho. Yeah, those are deep cuts, Spanish Super words. Super deep cuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, there's just like, uh, there's a couple things in the chorus that I like couldn't make out. And I really had to look up the lyrics to know what the fuck he's talking about but oh, uh really yeah here we go here's the here's the chorus right there high in the in in, in the custard on Custard yeah, like dome. Custard dome. Custard dome. Yeah, maybe yeah. like custard the the general. Yeah, but like high in the custard dome. Is that the real lyric? I, I, I think that's exactly what he says. But like, I hmm. like if if you could actually like parse what that actually means, or if he says that, you you, you deserve a PhD in linguistics. Wait, dome or dumb? Like it, in our custard dome. Custard dome. It, it could be either. I really don't know. Like, I don't trust the A to Z lyrics website. Not a sponsor because I don't, I don't trust them. And yeah. I'm, I'm saying you guys are sus. Okay. Yeah. Until we get paid. There's, there's an <laughs> intern that's just fucking, you know, taking some time off and just like putting whatever they hear. So, yeah, that's my uh, Elizabeth Frazier gaucho. Uh, what about yours, Josh? Uh, mine is a sign-in stranger at uh, 39 seconds. I couldn't really find too much for Steely Dan where I couldn't hear what they said, but um, it sounds like he says, uh, do you have a dark spot on your pants? Leave it to my man. He'll fix it fast. <laughs> what is he going to oh. lick the dark spot off? I know. I was like, okay. <laughs> At uh, 30, 39 seconds. He pooped himself, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fix it fast, dude. <laughs> do you have a dark spot? Yeah, that guitar does sound like it's stinky. It has like a stinky tone on that guitar. <laughs> Maybe they were trying to open up like a uh, dry cleaners. <laughs> Dude <laughs> they... shit, just shit himself like on stage. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's that also good. in the contract. That was fresh good. pants. 
cocaine <laughs> lo- cocaine loosens the bowels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about you, Leon? Uh, I chose any major dude will tell you. Mm. At uh, eight seconds. I never seen you looking so bad, my funky one. You tell me that your super fine mind has come undone. Any major dude with half a heart surely will tell you, my friend. Any minor world that breaks apart falls together again. It's that funky one. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was listening to that, and my nephew was around, and he thought a little one that. He's like, oh, he made like a face. He thought it was a bad word. And I was like, oh, yep. my not the same, one. buddy. My fucking one. <laughs> my little funky one. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, okay, what about yours then, Mark? What's your Elizabeth so, Fraser? Award? I went back and forth because is it okay to have one song for both awards? Uh, I don't think we've ever had that so, before, but yeah. I think it's fine. Kind of okay, lazy, kind of lazy, four. but I had two. <laughs> we had one, but this is the one that like really. But they repeated a lot, not to spoil later. Oh, okay. But Showbiz Kids, I couldn't figure out what they're saying from like the beginning. Oh, in the back. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I thought it was hot sneeches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let, let's play it. Uh, I, it's also, um, that's also on my list. So we'll get to it later. But I, I'll, I'll play it a little bit because it is hard to understand. Yeah, what did you think? What did you think he says? Or I they thought say? it was hot sneeches. You know that Doctor Seuss book? Yeah, <laughs> hot, <laughs> the one about uh, racism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that song too. It's funny. They reference someone with a Steely Dan T-shirt, and then like they do like a little guitar lick. They got the Steely Dan T-shirt, and there's like. Uh, <laughs> <it's so funny. laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what he says there either. I think it's lost wages. It's lost wages. I it's lost wages. Okay. Yeah, it still doesn't make any sense why showbiz kids have lost wages. It's about yeah. It's like about like rich like showbiz kids in L.A. and like just them being awful and bratty, I guess. And I complaining about lost they wages. Silly Dan and shit change. Like, oh, a lot of them are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Weird. Yeah. Okay. So. That's all of our Elizabeth Fraser awards. Uh, let's get to the uh, Royale reward, the top bop. This is our favorite song out of the discography. Uh, doesn't have to be the biggest hit, but it can be. Um, Mark, since you're the you're the biggest fan, why don't you go first? Yeah, like I was saying before, Deacon Blues was what introduced me, and I'm like, these are stupid lyrics. But then, like looking at it again, I was just like, one, it's like super hooky. And just, um, I was like, wow, this is intentional. Like, mm-hmm. really good. And I love how, so I have it right in that the, you have my time code for it, right? Yeah, 455, you said. Mm-hmm. Right? He says he cried when he wrote this song. <laughs> Excuse me if I sing too long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty great. <laughs> it's very emotionally vulnerable of him, yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Of the expanding Take one last drag as I approach the stand. I cried when I 
Like, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, like, I cried with it. I wrote this song. Sorry if I played too long. And then this, this brother is free. I did. <laughs> it's so stupid. That's like, okay, it's actually kind of genius. Like the whole, it, all of it's just a big joke. And then like, I finally, I don't know. Like they call Alabama, the crimson tide. Call me Deacon blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That song is really funny. Um, Sounds once, wild. once you pointed it out to me, like what it was about, and like I started to listen to it, it really is like a goofy song. Like it, there, it's not. He's not being serious. And then like that's the kind of key to Steely Dan. Like when you realize, like oh, like it's a joke. Like he's having fun with it. Like then you can kind of like take the lyrics less seriously, take his vocals less seriously. And then you're just kind of enjoying like what they're going to do next, what he's going to say next. And like the grand storytelling of the whole thing, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. And like that song just like has a lot of like cool lines. Like I crawl like a viper through these suburban streets. Yeah. Make love <laughs> yeah. to these women, like just fucking around the suburbs. And I'm going to learn to work the saxophone. I'll play yeah. just how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pretty good okay so, uh leon what about yours let's, let's go to the polar opposite from yeah a person who's a big fan to somebody who's not a fan at all what is your top bop real end of the years mm. <laughs> top pop of course that's such a banger <laughs> the I, I didn't really know it was their song so it's like i literally thought it was a, steel, a thin lizzie song for the longest time i was like where is this thin lizzie song on the radio that plays mm -hmm. that i can never find it's just i don't know the guitar solo is cool it's the most rock and roll song I think that they have. Yeah, there's some other yeah. ones on the yeah. first album, but this. But one like that guitar solo, does like, I don't know. That first album has a lot of rock and rollers, but like I don't know. I think this is the most rocker. I, I, it's a good song to split. Yeah, I cleaned my room a lot to this song growing up. that driving and smoking a vape pen you know <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good one <laughs> yeah it's blowing clouds blowing clouds <laughs> blinkers only dude <laughs> it's so good for driving just every day driving to work listening to another steely dan album and like the weather's yeah. getting nicer the sun's out and you're just kind of feeling on the yeah. Yeah. This, this the tone on i mean the that guitar just sounds so cool yeah i yes. think if my um my engineer ear is on the fuzz sounds like a lot of the time in the seventies, um, old diodes would start to fade out in, uh, pedals. So they would drain the battery quicker. And what that does is make a really crisp and like specific sound. And yeah, it sounds super fucking good. 
Totally. It's so it's sick. Like, it sounds like it's barely, like, can barely, like, guitar's barely playing it, like, trying it out, you know? It's, mm-hmm. like, squeaking this shit out. Yeah. Just squeaking these chords out of this guitar, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a very, very good song. Can't Buy a Thrill, it's a banger. Like, yeah. for a f- intro for their first album, like, as just, like, here is Steely Dan, it's phenomenal. Like, if this was, like, my first record, like, I would be so proud of myself. Like, they did a really, really good job when it came to, like, setting the tone of, like, what Steely Dan is, like, what you can expect from them, you know? Like, it's, like, sleazy, it's poppy, subversive, and, like, hella genre hoppy in, like, a way that only jazz guys can do, you know? Just fucking trying everything. And it makes sense that's Leon's favorite because uh, Donald doesn't sing on every song on that. There's, oh yeah the drummer jimmy hot hoder hotter or something he's the one who's singing on this track right i think so i fun fact when i was interning at a studio i met his son who is now a white reggae guy <laughs> nice that seems to make a lot of sense yeah he was good he was a nice guy but um good a, reggae guy yeah the reggae guy was a nice guy <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah and like both like reeling in the years and do it again like you've heard a lot but like they don't get old no they slap do it right. again is so good what, like what? That, that song was the one that like every time i finished an album of steely dan like do it again would come on and like that intro like percussion part is like i want to loop that shit dude so bad oh, <laughs> the roads is just like so thick mm. yeah i think that's a roads yeah that was a big thing that had a big rose thing i was right about that what a slap in the face though that one of your biggest songs was sung by the drummer who left in the fucking 70s ouch (laughs) everyone at every fucking oc fair (laughs) that you've played is like reeling in the years you're like it's not gonna sound the same but okay yeah um oh so what's your top op then josh uh i have uh babylon sisters at 118 just kind of like uh it's a little sexy it's got a little, little it's a little bit more stanky. Okay. <laughs> it makes you feel it makes you feel makes you feel sexy. Yeah, I got like super horny after hearing this song. <laughs> <laughs> Sisters is a great, you know, good for orgies, good sex album. Yeah, yeah. Uh I'd like my orgies without sisters involved. Thank you very much. But uh here we go. Day, Classical music only. Distant lights from across the bay. Babylon Sisters. Yeah, it goes so hard. It's smooth like butter. Like you could literally just like spread that (laughs) on toast. Good. (laughs) On some bodies at an orgy. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, Babylon Sisters, that was another one. That one's all about a threesome, which makes sense. Like, wait, is it? Yeah, it's all about threesomes. Yeah. (laughs) And twins. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> like there's a review of Gaucho. And it was like there's three songs about drug dealers, two about prostitutes. <laughs> but, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a really swanky, sexy song. 
for sure going into my next orgy playlist. Um, next one. Th this one's going to go uh, for my top bop. This is Peg off of uh, Asia. I, I think this song might be the song that like it, like Mark introduced me to like back when he was originally listening to Asia. And like just rehearing this, I was like, this song is so upbeat. It's so fun. I love everything about it. It's so good. What a classic, dude. Jesus Christ. Here we go, Peg. I like your picture. Fun fact, Michael McDonald is in Steely Dan as a backup singer. Mm -hmm. And I like, I knew it as soon as I heard it. I was like, that's Michael McDonald. And then I heard like another song off of Katie Lied and he was in it too. And I was like, that's, that's fucking Michael McDonald. And I was so delighted. Like, you know, like it was like, like finding like a Easter egg in like a video game or something, you know, like it was, it just felt really gratifying to be like, I, yeah, my ears that good. I, I could tell Michael McDonald from the background singers. Um, and the song is really good. Yeah. It's a good song. What, uh, what's the rap song that samples, uh, is it De La Soul? It I think, be. I think it might be. I think it There's is. one that samples Black Cow too. Okay. Yeah, we haven't talked about that. They get sampled a lot. All the time. Like Kanye, right? Because it's like yeah. everybody. And it's funky, so it's kind of like... And over. like super well-produced, again. Like everything, especially with headphones right now. Like it sounds so fucking good. Well, mm -hmm. like... That, yeah, and when I listen to Pig, because I you guys did Daft Punk too, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like that is what Random Access Memories was going for, but they didn't quite hmm. get 100%. Whoa, yeah, I think whoa. I, I, think are I you, made are that you Are you spying? Are you spying in our group chat? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's ex exactly what I said. Like, this is what they wanted to sound like, and just like didn't have the technology to go back in time or like the songwriting skill to like make a song this good, like this poppy. It's just not possible. And like the, the just every little part, like the sax, are just so like, and then the bass, like that bass. Yeah. Player, I don't know who's playing on that song, but Jesus. Yeah, it's just it's a classic, <laughs> and like. You know, I think when it comes to like songs that I want to like show people, like this will be the first song I, I show people. You know, um, it's just so good. I found the De La Soul song. It's it's I know E Y E. I don't think they have it on Spotify though. Excuse me. This time the magic number is two, cause it takes two, not three, to seduce. My destiny of love is brought to an apex. Sex is a mere molecule in this world of lust that I have for you. It's true. True. I know I Okay. Good sample. Nice. Yeah, that song was fucking solid. Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard that. I've never heard. Really? That. Yeah, that's why. That's why I got into. That's why I heard first heard Peg through De La Soul. Damn. Damn. So then it put on the classic like rock station or like, and then I was like, oh shit, it's a song from De La Soul. It's a sample. Like I know I love you, man. That part, like, yeah. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. the good the good classic days of sampling 
uh, hip hop, dude. You can hear like five songs on that. It's amazing. It's great. Yeah. You yeah. hear the loops. You can hear every single little bit. It sounds great. It's mm-hmm. funny on uh, the Asia documentary, they're playing Black Cow. <laughs> and while they're playing it, uh, they're singing uh, De- Lord Tyreek and Peter Guns sampled Black Cow. And Walter Beckett and Donald Fagan, like they're playing the like intro and over it they're rapping the part that like was sampled it was pretty funny cool funny yeah that's cool damn like, it's like uptown baby like, something like <laughs> <laughs> but they were, you know, it was they just came across really white but like i thought it was a pretty good flex to just i was like, yeah but- i was gonna say one big critique that i have of this band that i i don't know if it's gonna you know get anywhere that i just want to talk about real quick you know like as much as i enjoy the lyrics uh, in in a way, he fits too many syllables, too many words into like the songs. Like, like he doesn't let a lot of the verses breathe, and like I just feel like it is kind of uh, annoying in certain in certain ways. Where like he he'll just throw in like an extra word, and you're just like, why? Like you know, like yeah. you didn't have to throw in that word. Like it it would have been nice if it just trailed off a little bit, but. Yeah. And that he kind of does that like throughout the board. Like he does it in every album. Like he he just loves being verbose, and like that's maybe his thing. But like it does kind of get fucking weird. Like when you're like, why? It sounds wonkier when you add like three more words to like the end of a verse. You know, like I don't know. I'm I'm with you on that, Leon. Because he atomizes and uh, ionizes. Uh, okay, so that's all of our top bops. Let's uh, let's get to the Morrissey Award next. Uh, this is the band's worst political or social take that they ever did. Uh, it doesn't have to be exactly like you know something in their songs could be like a statement they made or anything. And um, yeah, Can who I wants to go first? Off? Yeah, go ahead. Because uh, um, it's gonna everyone is going. Everyone's gone to the movies. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Let's talk about that one. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, it's controversial. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, it's part of the beginning, the intro. Okay, let's see. I'm fun, Mr. LaPage is your man. He's always laughing, having fun, showing his films in the den. Songs about watching uh, porn movies with the old man. Yep. Kids watching porn movies with the old man. <laughs> nope. Fucked. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm going to go ahead and forfeit my Morrissey. <laughs> is that yours? Yeah. That, that's that's your... Yeah. Okay. Um, what is this? Uh, banana slug? Or is this, is, uh... Yeah. <laughs> banana fish? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, definitely the seedier aspects of it. I think they lean into it hard in some songs, and maybe this was just like a little too far. Maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I have one that Probably. also went a little too it far. It was the 70s. Yeah. Um, I have one, and it's 
it wasn't even in the 70s. This is like one of their later albums. This is a 2000 album. Um, this is um, Cousin Dupree. You guys, you guys know about Cousin Dupree? Yeah, I remember. Uh, it's off of um, Two Against Nature. Uh, so it's their like second or their first return album. Yeah, 2000, right? Yeah. And uh, Cousin Dupree, it's um, it's a little incestuous and um, or maybe a lot of incestuous. So let me show There's you. There's never a about. little incestuous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It's just my brother. Yeah, step bro. <laughs> no, this is not a step bro situation. This is a, this is a cousin. This is blood. Uh, here we go. Cousin Dupree. See my little cousin Janine walking. Well, all I could say was how So basically, he's just like, dude, my cousin is fucking bomb, fool. Yeah. Like, holy shit, she's stacked, fool. Give me, give me a little kiss. Give me a little yeah, kiss. Give, Merry give Christmas. Me I remember going up. So good to see you. The You're like Rose. The priest, the guy who would be like, yeah, give me a kiss on the cheek, and then just turn her. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her face. Where, where's my hug? Where's my? Oh hug? God, no. Um. Yeah, that that's really weird. Yeah. Um. I feel, like, I feel like they this is the band you like, the... Mark. This is the band you like. <laughs> I feel yeah, like they fall into the trap. People. They're just taking their perspective. Like even <laughs> I'll point it. Like okay, in movies that like CD saxophone, like they're playing. I don't know. They're aware. They're yeah, aware of it. But it's also like I feel like we've done this a couple of times on the show where it's like they're trying to be sarcastic with the lyrics, where it's like just being a listener. Like we're we're having to look up the meaning of cousin Dupree. Like I could just be listening and be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I got to look up on the internet to see if they're not weirdos. Or I, you know, if if alternate, you know, people are are listening to this and they have a uh, incest lifestyle and they're like, "I'm validated by Steely Dan." Oh, jeez, that's a good point. <laughs> right? I mean, if Steely Dan is, says it's okay, why can't I do it? So I, I I just think you know uh, after years of of it being around, um, people don't have the context, and that's when we get into problems. Is like you go back and you're like, what the fuck, Steely Dan? Like you dirt you you dogs, you dirty dogs. Um, but yeah, okay. So you forfeited yours, right, Josh? Yeah, so I mean, I I was going to do uh, Deacon Blues. He's got that line. Um... Uh, drink scotch whiskey all night long and die behind the wheel but uh compared to um yeah drunk driving is cool drunk drunk driving is, yeah. yeah drunk driving is way less less uh dangerous or right. fucked up than, than what's the worst that could happen a dui <laughs> <laughs> all good <laughs> so uh, what about you then mark what's your um morrissey award it's hard i didn't pick any lyrics because i like the like lyrics about losers and like creepos like i kind of like that like I was hmm. reading one thing, like no one falls in love in a Steely Dan song. That's like, okay. I forget. And I was like, I kind of like that. Like, it's nice to get some weird fucking songs. It's good it. to know that that guy doesn't love his cousin. That's fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Um, there was recently on Twitter, 
uh, Donald, because Walter passed away a couple years ago, like I think 2017. Rest in peace. But um, Amy Mann got kicked off the tour. And Amy Mann, I guess, is like a big Steely Dan fan. And she like tweeted about it. And um, Donald was just like, yeah, we didn't think it was right for the tour. So that is a big deal. Okay. Um, yeah, I had like two mini ones. And then there was another one. And I know Leon's going to hate Steely Dan even more. Um, for Rolling Stone, because they played uh, Coachella a couple of years, Rolling Stone had um, Donald make a tour diary of their experience at Coachella. <laughs> really entertaining. <laughs> but he talks about like, he talks a lot of shit about ACDC because ACDC was also played that year. He was just like, yep. yeah, I really listen to ACDC. He was like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Leon, your eyes have gone red. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like this. Like, from the fans' perspective, he's really spilling the tea on Steely Dan, dude. All the Talking yeah. shit about ACDC, man. Oh, fuck. The devil horns are He's got devil horns on. My ACDC horns, dude. <laughs> it has those really, ready on hand. It's for worth every checking episode. out. The second part's like under a paywall, but just like hearing Coachella from Steely Dan's perspective is pretty great. <laughs> A paywall? Is it just yeah, like yeah, yeah Patreon? All the I'm, I was fucking and sucking behind the Coachella. <laughs> yeah. Now that those room. guys are gone, <laughs> <laughs> or he's just like giving you all the stats on his table tennis games. Yeah, true. Or it's just him playing by himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so those are pretty good Morrissey awards. I, I like that you did some some deep dive research into that. Let's go to the next one. This is the Are We Humans or Are We Dancer Award. This goes to unintelligible lyrics, and this is the written word. This is what they're saying. Um, who wants to kick it off? Go first. Uh, I'll go first. Josh? All right. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have Time Out of Mind. Uh, the song is about heroin, and I think the lyrics uh, show that. So he says, uh, tonight when I chase the dragon, the water will change to, to cherry wine and the silver will turn to gold. Time out of mine. I am holding the mystical stone. It's direct from Lhasa, or Lhasa, I think he says, where people <laughs> are where people are ro rolling in the snow far from the world we know. Yeah. Gotta be chasing that dragon. Yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. Chasing the dragon. <laughs> yeah the water will drink the cherry wine like that's another one, which is like you're just putting too many words yeah it, it's a little much yeah that's a good one um okay so and that's off of a uh, gaucho right yeah okay cool uh what about you mark do you want to go next sure i mean there's a lot like so this is more like unintel like what's the is difference between this and the elizabeth fraser Elizabeth Fraser is something that you hear and you can't understand it. Where it's like th the way that they say it is hard to understand and that therefore you can kind of interpret it different ways. Mm -hmm. This is what he writes down and that the actual being, lyrics. Yeah, that being like not understandable. Okay. Um so yeah, we'll do um Razor Boy at about mm -hmm. one minute. That's mine as yeah. well. Because I talk about women in cages a lot. Yeah. Okay. Here's yeah, your one too. It's like yeah. Well, okay. This is my whole thing. Is this this song seems like it's like a horror themed, like the you know the bye bye man like the like it says okay, will you still have a song to sing when the razor boy comes and takes your fancy things away? Will you still be singing it on that cold and windy day? And then 
um, yeah, I guess only women in cages can stand this kind of night. I guess only women in cages can play down the things they lose. So it's like he's it's like it sounds like it's a horror themed song where there's an evil character called the Razor Boy who's yeah. going to like, you know, cut some girl's face or something and and turn her ugly. I, I'm not exactly sure what he's talking about. I, I think you're right. Uh, yeah, let's play it. You said it one minute. Yeah. I just the woman in cages like it's I was like, what? Woman in cages. <laughs> what? Where? About? What are we talking about? Oh my god. <laughs> Someone sell this to Blumhouse. Yeah, yeah, right? Exactly. Who's the razor boy? The razor boy. The slender man. Here we go. You know that the coming is so close at hand. You feel all right. I guess only women in cages can stand this kind of night. I guess only That song is so good, though. Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I, they bring in the harmonies. But, oh, yeah. women in cages. <laughs> oh. and the vibe And it's about a spooky ghost called the Razor Boy. Like, I, so. I love it. I love it. Okay, so that was both of ours. Mm -hmm. um, who's, who's going next? Uh, Leon? Leon. Almost Gothic on the, the 2000 album. Oh, yeah. Okay. Two against nature. It's just uh it's like a, a nerd man being into goth wants a gothic girlfriend, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the whole song's about pretty much. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he treats me like shit. Beta boy goth, like into the goth girl, dude. <laughs> yeah, they got they kind of do have beta boy vibes. A little bit. 100%. You got a lyric for that or time for that? I don't know, but I, I hate this part where he goes, I'm so excited I can barely cope. I'm sizzling like an isotope. <laughs> Fucking nerd! Someone give this man a wedgie, please. They, <laughs> they don't sizzle, buddy. Oh my god! What is a sizzler? The fajitas. And, then, and he's like such a beta dude. When she speaks, it's like the slickest song I've ever heard. I'm hanging on her every word, as if not already blazed enough. She hits me with this cryptic stuff. It's just like whoa. So he, I blazed enough. This fool just like yeah. faded, and she's telling him yeah. like spooky shit. Yeah. It's like this goth girl's scaring me. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my fucked up reality. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my nightmare, my beautiful tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, agreed. I'm 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 kind of on the same boat. Having a having a almost gothic girlfriend would be pretty sick, dude. I'd be into it. Be yeah. scary, guys. Let's be real. Yeah. That's her style to drink <laughs> I me around. To That's her style to drink me around. First, she'll all, she's all feels, then she's cooled down. She's pure science with a splash of black cat. She's almost gothic, and I like that. Yep. I like that, too. Beta boy anthem, baby. I like it, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love yeah, the underrepresented songs about guys who are into goth girls. I think there's there's not too many um, pioneers yeah. in that in that respect. We need more. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's all of our Humans Are We Dancer Award. Right. Let's go to the next one. We're going into hidden gems territory. This is your second favorite song, a song you discovered or rediscovered. This, uh, you know, discography. Listen through. So um, I want to go first because um, my man Michael McDonald really made an impression on me as a kid. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what it was. Wait, but... the guy from Mad TV, dude? <laughs> no. Oh. 
the singer, Stuart? not Stuart. Stuart. Stuart from Mad TV, dude. Yeah, look what I could do. And yeah. then, you know, uh, and it's him singing. Yeah, <laughs> in front <laughs> of the mic. <laughs> look what I can do. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, the song I chose is Bad Sneakers. Um, this has another part like where it's just like, where he says, Bad Sneakers and a Pina Colada, my friend. Like, you don't need my friend. Like, you just say Pina Colada, you know? Like, I don't understand. Like, and you'll, you'll, when you hear it, you're going to be like, why the fuck did he add my friend? It doesn't make any sense. But maybe that's the genius in it because, like, I can't get it out of my head. So it needs the my friend. I, maybe I don't know. This is why it's my my hidden gem. Here we go. You know I'm laughing at the frozen rain. I feel like a song. He's got to match it. You know, you got the money to spend. Yeah. you got to match yeah. that friend. That's pretty sick. That's yeah. fun. It's Imagine like, a karaoke doing that. That'd be, I'd be waiting for that the whole song. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It's, it's catchy. That's what it is. It's just so catchy. And like, it's like idiosyncratic where like, you don't expect him to just throw in the, my friend. So it's like. Down by the Avenue at Radio City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. Um, they're really goofy, but this song really won me over. And it's on Katie Lied, not a bad album, but like, I was just like, dang, like the harmonies are really good. The chorus is really good. The way that just like his singing line, even though his singing is bad, the melodies are good. Like they know how to use their voice as an instrument and yeah. like it all works. Like I, I would say in the entire discography, there is not one sour note. Not not a single note that they did not like plan on it being there and it being like in its perfect place. You know, like these guys aren't the kind of dudes to like leave a mistake on the record, you know? Oh dude, hop off, dog. Hop <laughs> off. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, they definitely seem like dorks who strive for the plus after the A. Yeah. Yes, exactly. They were... They're getting the hundred and four percent. Yeah. 5.0 having asses. Yeah. <laughs> okay uh, that same asia doc which i watched again in preparation um they were showing peg and like you know it's on the track so they have you know all these tracks and they had for the guitar solo and peg they were playing all the guitar solos they had by all these other guitarists that all sound great and they're just going through them and they're just like yeah this this one wasn't right and then they did like the next one. It's all these like jabs, but they're just like, nah, <laughs> we're going to get someone else. That's what I'm talking about. It's like it, you have to be nerds to be that attention to detail. And I'm not like that. I don't know anybody like that, but like, I'm glad that this happened. They existed for this time. And like it, you know, it's on record. Cause like, this is like lightning in a bottle. Like people aren't this fastidious when it comes to recording. Like you're just like, People don't give a shit when it comes to this kind of stuff. And like these guys obviously did, you know, and like that's why it's like it sounds timeless. So I'll, I'll hop off. Um, who's going to hop on? Who's next with their hidden gem? I can see go. it, Leon. I'll, I'll go. I'll go with Dirty Work. Also, I don't think he sings either on this, does he, Mark? No, this is not him for sure. 
I think real uh, of the years might be Donald, but it sounds like Donald in real yeah, of the this years. This is not Donald. So you find yourself somebody who can do the job for free. When you need a bit of love, cause your man is out of town, that's the time you get me running, and you know I'll be To do your dirty work. Oh, yeah. That first album. I know, but he was singing along the whole time. It's a good song. <laughs> it's really yeah. good. Yeah, I like that one a lot. That first album, front to back, at any barbecue, old people, young people, it's going to be a great barbecue. Yeah, this that was in Euphoria, right, Leon? I think I think uh, this is like an HBO show. Yeah, I, I this is a TikTok has has re like ignited a lot of people's interest in Steely Dan. Um and I think it's because of Euphoria. I think Dirty Work came out on the second season. And because of that, you know, a lot of the kids are like, Oh, who's this, you know, who's this band? So oh, shit, uh, I really was a proceed yeah, with caution. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we're we're all on the right side of history, Leon, and it looks like you're on the wrong side. I was talking to the kids. It sounds you know, like uh, they're writing songs, this songs yeah. watching pornos with minors. <laughs> yeah. True. This sounds like a like Badfinger for some reason to me. It just does. like that era, yeah, like the voice is just really good. So, just get that guy to sing all the songs, dude. That they they were jealous, so they kicked him out, dude. They're like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. You don't know what G sharp, you know, arpeggiated minor, or whatever. You know, they're like, you had to be a nerd <laughs> to to be in that band. God, they're like, yeah. you're having too much fun on tour, dude. <laughs> okay so um any more hidden gems i think we got mark yeah right? and and, yeah, and josh yeah, yeah yeah here mark mark you go first you can i have two so if you wanted to <laughs> yeah i i uh i chose pixeline off of um their last album what the hell was it called again everything uh, must go. everything must go yeah 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 uh at 57 seconds all right here we go Yeah, just, you know, again, this is them as a band has been very consistent and they were gone for what, 12 ish years, 20 something whatever the hell the math is, you know, and they still came and brought the same sound. So, yeah, I just thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, I did not love that album, but I must have missed that track because that was really good. I liked it. Um, I I'll say it. I liked their two last albums. Yeah, like, I did too. I I was not disappointed. Like there are times when like you know with certain bands I've like talked hard shit on their like return albums just because like it's it feels unnecessary. I don't I this does not feel unnecessary. This feels like they had songs that they wanted to record and they did it. Maybe they're not the best songs they ever recorded, but like they're worthy of recording. Like they like I think some of the, like there were some songs that I wanted to talk about that just didn't make the list that were off the two albums like of the last ones. They were good. Yeah. Um, was it Janie Runaway? Right. Isn't so. the J Janie Runaway? That I, that's my second hidden gem. That song's so fucking good, dude. 
Who was the time? Na, 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 na. But okay, what's yours, Mark? Okay, so I have two if there is time, but there's a lot of Steely Dan songs I really like. I want to do this one because in our pre conversation, I heard some of you didn't like Pretzel Logic as much, and Pretzel Logic was up there with me with Gaucho. I already knew I liked Gaucho, but Pretzel Logic. Um, so Through with Buzz at 25 seconds sounds like an ELO song, and it's only like two minutes, which is kind of cool. It's like really poppy and concise. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. It's not very funny. You know I'm through with bugs. Yes, I'm through with bugs. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? the streaks gave me a very like ELO vibe, and I like how like short it is. It just very like. Mm -hmm. uh, ooh, I don't know. Why didn't they play that in the first Toy Story? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buzz. The song's probably about oh god yeah yeah. Home probably about Buzz is some some sex toy or something probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Butt plugs. Yeah, I'm through oh, with oh, Buzz. Oh. Let's go up to Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, is that all of the hidden gems? That's that's all of them, right? More if you have. Time. Oh, okay, let's do it. Um, I really like Gold Teeth at two minutes from Countdown to Ecstasy. That sounds like ten minutes, but you don't feel it because you're just jamming the whole time. It, Gold Teeth number one. Yeah, right? number one, not the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Gold Teeth two's on Katie Lied. And then, uh, what time is it again? Two minutes. All right, here we go. Tobacco they grow in Peking. In the year of the locust, you'll see a sad thing. Even Kathy Barbarian knows there's one yeah vocal melodies i don't know what the hell that song's about but just yeah um just so smooth it's like uh like a jiffy giffy mm -hmm. i'm not sure how, how you pronounce that now <laughs> but yeah okay so those are hidden gems we're gonna get into a little more negative uh talking points now so it's, it's gonna a little, a little harsh a little darker and steely dan so we're going into the kurt cobain repeat offender award um this is a song that repeats a lyric ad nauseum too many times that it's just not fun to listen to uh, i think mark and i have the same one right yeah, mark we do. yeah it, it was uh from earlier it is a showbiz kids um yeah let's just like remind everybody what what it sounds like but it's like the entire song they're saying the same thing lost wages in the background and it's just like that's too much i i i'd, I'd want to count it but i don't want to count it because it's just too much you know that was almost a three-way winner for me that was almost elizabeth frazier most skippable and damn 
because <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's five and a half minutes of them saying lost wages and then like a song on top of it. So let, let's just uh, remind everybody what it sounds like. Yeah, and then like the lyrics that the guys are saying, it's also repeating too. Like it, it's not a very creative lyrically song. Um, so a those, lot like Las Vegas. Yeah, Las moving to Las Vegas. Going to Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Las <laughs> Vegas. Going to Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's I don't know, not the best song. Definitely not the best song. So uh, what about uh, you guys, Leon or Josh? What is your Kurt Cobain Repeater Fender Award? Josh, you want to go? Yeah, uh, I've got the Fez at 37 seconds. And it's not so much because the whole song just kind of repeats. It's like the same um, structure again and again. But like, I don't know, this line about the Fez, I'm never going to do it without the Fez on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck kind of weird kinky shit is this guy on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that didn't repeat right there, but <laughs> I promise it repeats like three, four times throughout the whole song. Yes, they do. Yes, they it's, do. It's really funny to imagine him wearing that like Fez hat too. And his wife is like, <laughs> no, not the Fez. Yeah. Just, no, I'm never going to do it without the Fez on. <laughs> I read and it might be genius leading me astray, but that's about wearing condoms. Like, <laughs> No way. I'm never going to do it without the Fez on. That's what I am. Please understand. I want to be a holy man. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Certified dork. Certified buster, dude. This fool's busting. I got Full two looks. fezzes on. Yeah. There ain't nothing cool about STDs. Yeah. <laughs> it means you're rocking. Yeah. <laughs> Woof. Ah, okay. Yeah. That's a that's a pretty bad social take. Guys, wear condoms. Yeah, we're just bad on that one. I, I like how, yeah, Mark's co-signed all of this. He's like, no, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> well, he said, where? I'm not going to do it without a Fez on. No, oh, never... okay. Yeah, Thank yeah, God. Yeah. Okay, good. He's I was saying, just saying. It's pro-condoms. It's pro-condom. Okay, good. Guys, oh, man, please, right, right. Wear, wear three or four condoms at a time, please. <laughs> yeah, on your hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With COVID about. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, that was pretty good. What about yours, Leon? Mine is uh, Daddy Don't Live in New York City No More. Mm. Yes.
That's the most Steely Danis song. <laughs> and not in a good way. I'm not going to defend that yeah, one. <laughs> no. Uh, it, it does repeat the no more thing pretty much the entire like song. That's the whole structure. It's just like, daddy, don't do no more. It's just a bad dad. Yeah. It's a very bad father. Maybe or sugar daddy. Like <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's all of our Kurt Cobain repeat offender rewards. Let's do it. Let's let's yeah. let's fucking do it. Here we go. This let's is the most most skippable song. This is the most skippable award that we give out. Something that you truly don't want to exist. You want Steely Dan to have skipped that day. Maybe you know, go, gone to a library, read some books instead, or something. Um, some nerd shit. Because uh, really, like, there's there's some good songs in the discography, but like, there are some skippable songs. Yeah, and big time. We're, we're gonna tell you guys which ones to avoid and when we tell you to avoid it we mean it it's not a joke i'm not joking yeah. around here light it on fire yeah send it to fucking mars Shoo! okay yeah <laughs> that was it going to mars and um I, I wanted to go first because my song was just played daddy don't live in that new york city no more that's my <laughs> most skippable song and that's that song wide right Yes, that's on Katie Lied. Um, okay, my thing is this. They're like really good jazz players, right? Yeah. This song is like a 12-bar blues, like just it's so standard. It's so like blues by numbers that it just it doesn't fit with any of their like technically like proficient songs. It's just like a throwaway song. And then the lyrics fucking suck. And it's so repetitive and like it's a Kurt Cobain, it's like, you know, it's a Morrissey, it's bad fathering. It's like everything compiled into one really skippable song. So Daddy Don't Live in That New York City No More. Here we go. Daddy don't live in that New York City no more. Yeah, it comes across like they needed one more song to finish that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, let's do something quick. I'll do a quick blues rocker or something. It's like, that's not how they sound normally. Like, that's not their thing normally. And so, like, when I heard that in their discography, it was just like, it's like for them, it's too easy. You know, for them, this is like, it's truly like 15 minutes in the studio being like, ah, daddy, don't have any place in my life anymore like you know <laughs> what what is that line to um celebrate sunday on a saturday is that a knock against that too? I don't jewish know. sabbath <laughs> <laughs> he changed he's, he's yeah, catholic he's not now religious anymore yeah exactly it, no, it's just... i bet if you looked it up it's some like dirty ass sex reference or something <laughs> yeah saturday and sunday are my butt cheeks <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah skip it 
this song sucks. Um, uh, Katie Light is a good, good mm -hmm. album, but um, Daddy Don't Live in That New York City anymore. I'm glad, I'm glad he yeah. don't live there no more. Skip them, skip it. All right, so what, what about you, uh, you, Josh? What's your most skippable song, guys? As soon as I heard we were doing Steely Dan, I knew exactly what I was gonna skip, and I don't know how much flack I'm gonna get. But all day, I'm going to skip Ricky Don't Lose That Number. Oh, whoa. whoa. Yep. Whoa. This used to play all the time growing up. This used to play all the time when I worked at Goodwill. I fucking hate this song, dude. I really can't stand it. Um, Gio, I have a minute and five seconds. Hard. I just can't rock with it, dude. And I don't know if it's because of how many times I've heard it, because especially when I was younger, hearing it from my dad, you kind of aren't thinking critically about music. You're just kind of like, oh, this is music because my yeah. parents are showing me, you know, yeah. but yeah, I, I can't stand it anymore. Interesting. I, it might just be like, you know, overdone, maybe because like. That song fucking rips, dude. That song is. So I don't good. know, dude. It's so dorky too. The do 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 do. Yeah. It's like someone's like creeping in or something. <laughs> and I know the number is probably like a prostitute or a drug dealer, yeah, but something. It doesn't sound like it. No, it doesn't. I mean, it's not my favorite hit. I'll give you that. And I'd also say the verse is almost catchier than the chorus. Like the way it comes to like down slow hand road. <laughs> that, was, that was really good that was really good uh yeah i mean yeah agreed not not the best hit like if if i were to rank all of their top like charting hits this would be like the lower levels for me like not the most catchy fun song but like it does have good melodies good you know like it's it's a good song i don't know maybe i don't know I respect you. Okay, Josh, I respect you. On to the next. On to the next. Skipped. Skip. I feel that. What about you, Leon? What's your most skippable? Mine's going to be East St. Louis to the Lou. <laughs> okay. This is the instrumental they have, right? Yeah. Uh, leave Duke Ellington alone. Fair. This is a Duke Ellington <laughs> cover. Okay. It's not necessary. You, it's like they don't do it it's like a, like a song from the 20s it should be like really ragtimey kind of style and they do it and it just doesn't do it justice it just doesn't sound good is that from pretzel logic yep yeah 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 that's my whole issue with that yeah that song like i'm not gonna defend that one but <laughs> pretzel <man>. no <laughs> dude, put your hands up dude come on defend yeah. yourself Defend it, dude. Come it's on. It's not fun to no, kick you. No, it's not fun to the face. Like, oh, yes. E. St. Louis Toodaloo. That's why I listen to Steely Dan. <laughs> That's what I think. You know, people say, when people say, I like Steely Dan. This is the first thing that comes to my head. Yeah. Uh, let's, let, let's get a little sample of it.
just one of those songs. Like, I don't know if you guys knew it, but we really like jazz. Yeah. <laughs> I, that was going to be but my like, Elizabeth Frazier. The wah, 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 wah. But my thing, my thing is this. All right. Like, album's already short. This is straight filler then. Yeah. Like, album's 50 minutes, 40 minutes. Like, you're like, you're, you're being an asshole if you're filling it with this, you know? <laughs> Like, yeah, it they, sounds like a Buster Keaton at Woodstock. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> tripping on someone doing a fucking cartwheel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> putting his hat back on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um I kind of liked it just because like it's a goofy song with that like vocalizer guitar thing. Um but definitely not like a song that I would be happy to like be like this is the steely dan song you know like no, dude this is you just said it this is a song i'm gonna make sure it gets played at your funeral yes please yeah <laughs> as, as they're lowering me down <laughs> the paul bear yeah just all three of us carrying Judah to this song, <laughs> to this song. exactly <laughs> he always loved this one wow yeah okay uh, agreed not a, not a good song so okay what about you mark what is your most skippable song Man, the last mall. I just hate. Oh, whoa. What? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, that's insane, dude. (laughs) You love malls, Mark. Voice is so bad. Last call to do your shopping. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) It just sounds like Leon's comment earlier. Like it sounds like the farmers market, like dad band. Like, and I just okay. Yeah, (laughs) it's pretty boring. You got a time for that? Uh, you can just start at the beginning. Okay, cool. Here Where he starts with like attention chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we go. I don't. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Not good. It's good. I really don't like the blues that much, and that's a very bluesy. Uh, no thanks. This is this is what every, when I hear every Steely Dan song, this is what it sounds like to me. <laughs> if I, like I, that, I would get it. Like I could listen to a whole discography of that. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, you're crazy dude that's a good song that's like, funny i enjoyed like funny. this was uh one of those things where like i was listening to this and i heard the album a couple times and this song stuck out to be like oh yeah like this is like i i would be happy to um hear a cover band perform in this live for me like it, it's if i if i was the mall of america and they played this dude i'm buying i'm buying two thousand dollars worth of fucking adidas dude <laughs> I don't. It's not catchy. The lyrics are dumb. And like, yeah, like <laughs> what you said, like about Daddy to live in New York City. It's a stupid blues thing. It's like, yeah. Tell me what I'm missing here. It's more what? fun than Daddy don't live in New York City no more, because <laughs> everyone likes mall. malls. Everyone likes shopping. 
and they're talking about it's they're evoking the last mall it's dystopian yeah okay anti-amazon song it's like 1984 or something Um, i don't know it's complex it's way more complex i think it's going above (laughs) 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 but okay so those are all of our skippable songs right um i i I don't agree with with everybody here. I don't agree. Leon, I think you chose a good one. Yeah. Everybody else, man, you know, do some inward inward looking at yourselves and really ask yourselves, you know, is is my taste on par with with Leon and Geo's? I'm getting fucking <laughs> Ricky, don't lose that number. Get the fuck out of here. I'll give another vote to Leon though. <laughs> I, yeah, I agreed with Leon and I agreed with Geo, but I can't skip ricky don't lose that number yeah i, I can't skip ricky it. yeah <laughs> lose, lose the number no, dude, what's your, what's yeah. your, what, what's lose your my number ricky <laughs> what's your beef with ricky dog like what's, what did he do to you dude ricky um i think i have an actual friend named ricky so he lost your number uh-huh. huh? no yeah no beef don't lose, lose that fucking number he uh, lost hey your man number. can can you text me uh yeah i just sure. gave you my number dude yeah <laughs> how come you can't text me yeah <laughs> So that's all of our skippable songs. Um, we'll all fight individually for, for our picks. But let's get to the last question. Is Steely Dan as a whole skippable? Uh, let's go. Let's have Marco last. Leon, let's have you go first. Yes. Yes. Mic Not surprising. Not yes, mic drop. Done. Boom. He's out of the building. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm not going to skip. I'm not going to skip. It reminds me of my dad. Panera would not be the same without yes. this music. You know, it would not be the same without this music. Yeah, exactly. So dildos arguably might not be <laughs> the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, 100% do not skip. This is a band where if you like the first track, you're going to like the rest the rest of the albums like it's just a matter of time maybe it's not gonna hit you now okay this happened to me okay this happened to me when i first heard steely dan when mark introduced me like a decade ago i was on the fence and i was like yeah peg's cool but who gives a shit and future me me today i give a shit now and thank you mark for for having the patience you know and not like forcing me to listen because i don't think this is a band that you can force people to listen to and i apologize to leon because if you were going to be a true fan this is not the way to do it like you should not be like forced to listen to every single album but if you are a fan you should because they're consistent like the songs are good the production's good throughout i'm just like really stoked off this whole thing um yeah steely dan make make another album get get that guy out the grave and do one more for the boys <laughs> for the boys <laughs> uh mark what about you yeah it's just like i <clears throat> get why people don't like it but it's just like you kind of miss that like you don't get that much meticulousness in pop music anymore and like i feel like pop music's like target demo is like 12 now and it's kind of nice to listen to music from the 60s and the 70s that is more adult oriented, especially now that we're pushing 30. I heard you 
I think yeah. Josh referred to you guys as DIY grandpas, which I thought was <laughs> a good term. And as we get older, True. it's like, I want to just listen to something that's really nicely recorded and a little pessimistic. And it's, you know. Right. Don't get it twisted, though. Like, Mark's a punker, always a punker. Okay. He's going to listen to, like, you know, Screeching Weasel um, until he dies. Uh-huh. So, like, it's not like he's not a snob. It's just that, like, yeah, our tastes change over time, and you kind of find things that you like that maybe people thought were cheesy. So I, I just feel like um, they're a band to be discovered, and like if you have the chance to like do it, just like give it a try, give it a sample, because like mm. it, you're gonna find something that's that's like enjoyable. And if you're a hip hop head, you're gonna be like, oh my god, I heard that and that and that and that. Like and yeah, all break out the four hundred four. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But uh, are we ready for a pro tip? Pro tip, pro tip, pro tip, pro tip. If you uh, if you uh, like this, uh, you should probably listen to some uh, some uh, Christopher Cross. I know there's a lot of shit talking about Christopher Cross earlier, but uh, just just hit the Arthur theme song, please. That song uh, has some uh, added nostalgia for me. Uh, across the street from my aunt's house in Mexico was a gym, mm-hmm. and the the gym owner would work out like at four in the morning and listen to this song on repeat for the full hour of him working out. <laughs> He's like, "I'll be as rich as Arthur." <laughs> uh, Imagine just like four in the morning, just pumping weights, uh, being from Arthur. <laughs> what What were your boys' uh, top albums? Like from, probably, probably from gaucho Steel. gaucho yeah i feel you first probably record asia. first record asia's yeah, the asia. coolest album cover art yeah that yeah, cool cover yeah. i just like like asia's like first three are really good i'd say like can't buy a thrill king richard is not the best song mm-hmm. um if they would have put like reeling in the years in the top three like it's a like incredible opening but i think king richard kind of is a dud in my opinion is it on I the like b side, side? Yeah, yeah. That might might, we, might be the start of the B side. Yeah. Okay. This ain't the land. I like that. Yeah. And then I like <laughs> raise uh, your cup and raise up your pitcher. Yeah, I almost did. Uh, oh, Michael. Oh, Jesus. And that's on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Definitely. Um. Uh, just a band that like I was so shocked that they had good songs in every album. Like, and it's similar to like a funkadelic, like where it's like they they had something like going and it just like kept on going even throughout their later albums you know um so yeah fucking check them out dude check out steel dan and there's like enough like it's similar sounding but each album's a little different like if you want some more mm-hmm. rock check out the earlier albums or if you really want to just double down on the like audiophile yacht shit listen to gaucho at asia yeah Absolutely. So, what about you, Leon? Did you have a favorite album? The first record is a, like the most enjoyable one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. So, wow, we we really really did it today. We did it to them. Um, that like white boy funk is um, 
it, it's it's like a Beastie Boys type of thing, you know, like they're respected in the music community. Like it's not just for 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 the Caucasians anymore. Okay, it's for everybody. You know, you know what I say? What play that funky beat, white boy? <laughs> play that funky music. Um, yeah, fuck. So uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be it for for all of our awards, all the questions, all the pro tips. Mark, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, of course, check out the E Harmonies album that we released maybe like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're check a, a young Nostra from two years ago too. Yes, check out Costa Nostra. Well. Get that Spotify <laughs> money for me and Gio. Yeah. <laughs> we need to check out his fifth in. grade classroom. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> all the police. Yeah. <laughs> We're all showing up to parent teacher conferences. Uh, yeah. If, if you're in the Bay Area, uh, keep your eye open for a Wicked Uncle performing in your local pub, bar, venue, restaurant, anywhere. Um, they're going to yeah. be performing uh, pretty long sets. So you can go in there and do a little guest feature. Maybe April second uh, at the Big Rock Deli. If you frequent, I know a lot of your listeners are big deli Marin County deli fans. So <laughs> around, it's free. Tell them that the Skip Boys sent you. And George Lucas time. might be showing up. Yeah, dude. I tell them at the at the counter when you're at the deli that the Skippable sent you. You'll get a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, free sandwich. Yeah, On regular price. <laughs> get yourself a BLT. Wow. Yeah. Or a pretzel. <laughs> yeah. Pretzel logic. Thank you so much, Mark, for yeah, bringing, thanks, Mark. bringing uh, the Steely Dan to us and being so uh, kind with us with your time. Um, of course, for all of us here, follow us on all of our social medias. We're on Instagram, skippables underscore pod. We're on TikTok at the skippables. Um, we have uh, Spotify. We have Apple Music. Apple podcast platform. Give us a rating, give us a comment, like, and follow that whole thing. And of course, don't let the world skip you by. See ya. To the do.